topics because I've talked to them. <laughs> uh, welcome to the program. Uh, so glad that you're here. Thanks, Hillary. Uh, we have kind of a big story that nobody really is paying attention to that I think is ginormous. Ginormous from China. It's actually actually from Time magazine. You know, that very, very conservative uh, magazine. I mean, that's just a right wing this is a right wing rag, quite honestly. Uh, and uh, they've published a, kind of an interesting story that I think makes news. Nobody's really reporting on this from Time magazine. Uh, we will next. Also, best thing I've heard for Donald Trump, uh, Joe Biden says a second term uh, uh, will put a death grip on the federal courts. That we'll have two generations before we'll be able to have any kind of progressive movement on the courts. Thank you. There's my there's my new bumper sticker for Donald Trump. I voted for the court death grip on progressivism. Uh, all right. Back in just a second. Stand by. Gosh, I I am so happy today. I am so happy today because not only do I have unbelievable news on the impeachment front, uh, but also let's just listen to this headline. I'll give you the full story in a minute. Man whose deadly farts can kill mosquitoes hired to create mosquito repellent made from his intestinal gas. The reason why I'm so excited... I finally have hope that my 15-year-old son has a future. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Remember that Xbox you bought for your kid for Christmas? Yeah, that was a mistake. The one that you were going to play with the volume muted after he goes to bed? Uh, that's one of the first things a burglar takes as soon as he breaks in and the TV and everything else that is handy and expensive. It's a very merry Christmas for people who break into houses. This is why you need to invest in home security. Right now is the best time of the year to get a Simply Safe home security system for the holidays. They're giving you a huge discount. <clears throat> Excuse me, I thought it sounded like I was a 13 year old boy there. Huge discount. They're giving you a huge discount on your system and a free security camera. If there is a break in, Simply Safe can give you real time video confirmation so police will respond up to three and a half times faster. No contract, no hidden fees or fine print. Prices are fair and honest and they start at 15 bucks a month. Go to simplysafebeck.com right now. Take advantage of Simply Safe's amazing holiday savings and get a free HD security camera. The offer is limited for for a limited time only and it's ending soon simply save beck.com save big and get a free security camera it is simply save beck.com yeah welcome to the uh, program uh, there is a big scandal going on now in um in las vegas that i have to bring you uh is somebody is Somebody's putting little teeny cowboy hats on pigeons, and uh, we'll get to the bottom of that coming up in a second. First, I want to give you some amazing news and ask you why you haven't heard this everywhere. 
I want to read this story from Time magazine. Time.com came out yesterday afternoon. Since the start of the public impeachment hearings in Congress last month, Andrew Yermak, a top advisor to the president of the Ukraine, has heard his name come up again and again in witness testimony. He took part in many of the events at the center of the impeachment inquiry. I want you to listen to that. His name has come up again and again. In fact, his name is mentioned in the impeachment inquiry dozens of times. He was at many of the events that were quoting at the center of the impeachment inquiry. And a 300-page report last week uh, by the inquiry mentions Yermak by name dozens of times. But in his first interview about those public hearings, Yermak has questioned the recollections of, this is Time Magazine, of crucial witnesses into the impeachment inquiry into Donald Trump's alleged abuse of his office for political gain. So the guy who is at the center of the events that make the impeachment inquiry, the guy who is quoted, the guy who is, they say, all of them said, oh, no, he was there. He's now saying, I I don't think the witnesses remember this correctly. Yermak told Time magazine in an interview on December 4th, listen, I want to tell you straight. Of course, now, when I watch these shows on television, my name often comes up and I see people there whom I recognize, whom I have met and whom I know, he says, referring to the witness testimony. That is their personal opinion, especially the positions they expressed while under oath. But I have my own truth. I know what I know. The most crucial point at which Yermak's recollection contradicts the testimony of the inquiry's witnesses relates to a meeting in Warsaw on September 1st, when Ukrainian President Zelensky met with Vice President Mike Pence. Do you remember this? The story is that they were meeting and uh, all of a sudden Mike Pence just ended the meeting quickly and they walked out and the ambassadors they all had to they all had to quarter Mr. Yermak and say, I am sorry for that. I don't know. I mean, look, you just have to do what the president says or you're not going to get any of this aid. That's what the witnesses said. This was the only time that we have anybody saying quid pro quo. Most crucial point is his recollection that contradicts the testimony of the inquiry's witnesses. The meeting was part of an ongoing effort by the Zelensky administration to improve ties with the Trump administration. One of the American diplomats who attended that meeting, Gordon Sondland, the U.S. ambassador to the European Union, testified before the inquiry last month that he, quote, pulled Yermak aside after the meeting and delivered an important message. U.S. aid to Ukraine would probably not resume until Zelensky's government announced two investigations that could implicate President Trump's political revivals. Quote, 
I told Mr. Yermak that I believed that the uh, resumption of the U.S. aid would likely not occur until U- Ukraine took some kind of action on the public statement that we had been discussing for many weeks, end quote. That's the testimony. Now let's see what Mr. Yermak says. This statement was allegedly intended to announce two investigations, one into the discredited claims that Ukraine helped Hillary Clinton's campaign. Notice this is not a friendly article to Donald Trump. Mm. Notice they say the the discredited claims that Ukraine helped Hillary Clinton's campaign and another related to the work that Hunter Biden, the son of the presidential candidate Joe Biden, did for Ukrainian gas company Burisma Holdings. Based on testimony from Sondland and other witnesses, the final report from the House Intelligence Committee concluded last week that Sondland made this offer of a quid pro quo clear to Yermak that day in Warsaw. Following, quoting, following that meeting, Ambassador Sondland pulled aside President Zelensky's advisor, Mr. Yermak, to explain that the hold on security assistance was conditioned on public announcement of the Burisma Biden and 2016 election interference investigations, quoting the report. Your Mac, however, according to Time magazine, disputes this, quote, Gordon and I, the ambassador from the U.S., were never alone together, he said when Time magazine asked about the Warsaw meeting. Quote, we bumped into each other in the hallway next to the escalator as I was walking out. He recalls that several members of the American and Ukrainian delegation were also nearby, as well as bodyguards and hotel staff, though he was not sure whether any of them heard his brief conversation with Sondland. And I remember everything, quoting Yermak, and I remember everything. Everything is fine with my memory. We talked about how well the meeting went, and that's all we talked about, Yermak says. Still help me out here. Um, that's kind of a big deal, don't you think? <laughs> I think so, yeah. I mean, they even say these comments cast doubt on an important moment in the impeachment inquiry's reconstruction of events, specifically the only known point at which an American official directly tells Ukrainians about the link between U.S. aid and the announcement of specific they investigations. Have, they this have said it. the whole time, we didn't know this. We didn't, they didn't say that this was tied together. And Sondland, remember, changed his testimony. Mm-hmm. He changed his testimony. Yeah. And that's when he said, okay, I did tell Yermak this. And that was the only thing that the impeachment inquiry could hang their hat on as someone who was firsthand doing it. It was Sondland. Now Yermak says, and I think this is really important, uh, and I remember everything. Everything is fine with my memory. We talked about how well the meeting went, and that's all we talked about, end quote. In a statement, Sondland's lawyer said Ambassador Sondland stands by his prior testimony. I'm not sure which one that was and will not comment further. Um, In his initial testimony to the impeachment inquiry in October, Sondland said he never knew the U.S. aid in Ukraine was conditional on the investigations that Trump wanted. But the following month, Sondland amended his testimony with a sworn statement in which he described the conversation with Yermak in Warsaw. Oh, now I recall speaking individually with Mr. Yermak, where I said the resumption of aid would likely not occur, uh, and we had been discussing that for many weeks. 
So was he lying the first time or was he lying the second time? And this is not a rhetorical question now. This is perjury because the guy who he said he talked to says there's nothing wrong with my memory. I never had that conversation. Well, one of them's lying. I mean, it could also be the guy from Ukraine, uh, uh-huh. undoubtedly. And, and you know, it, it would there's an argument and they make it in this in this story that it makes sense. Um, you know, they're still dependent on the U.S. for for funding. I mean, the same thing that would have made them do this in the first place, which was to please Trump okay. and to get the funding, would could so, make them do this this time. So let me However, say that- we don't have evidence of that. And it certainly brings up a massive question. And, you know, if let's just say you came up with this idea to impeach a president and actually did an investigation and did a legitimate inquiry instead of the crap that they did the last couple of weeks you'd have maybe they have this they'd be able to sort this out right instead they're just jumping to it mm-hmm. and assuming the worst in every single circumstance okay. to get their political ends so i thought about that i thought okay well so what they're doing is they're relying on aid blah 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 we're uh we're just a few months away from an election okay uh if you thought that Donald Trump was going to be impeached and removed from office, you would shut your mouth. You would not, yeah. you would not start taking this case apart. You just shut your mouth because I need aid. So best case scenario is he's making this up because he's seen what the case is and sees this case is going nowhere. He's not going anywhere. And beyond that, the Democrats are so weak, they will not win in the next election. Otherwise, you just shut your mouth until someone asks you in an authoritarian position. Yeah, why do an interview with Time magazine about why it? Why do it? Yeah. Why do it? You are undermining the Democrats. Yeah, I mean... I, you and c- you just don't do that unless you know who's going to win or you think you know. Yeah, I mean, we did see this with some of these officials who said things on both sides of it. Um, but I mean, this is a this is pretty pretty damning. I mean, like, you how do you go through an impeachment inquiry without knowing this? How has this come out after no. you've issued articles of impeachment? Think of how pathetic that is. This is a guy in the center of the story, the one as they point out in time, the one point of contact that would actually illustrate. That there was a quid pro quo for financial aid. And they have they even talked to the guy? And they didn't even talk to him. And look, here's your Mac. Now listen to this. When Time asked him whether he ever felt there was a connection between U.S. military aid and the request for investigations, your Mac was adamant. We never had that feeling, he said. We had a clear understand uh, we had a clear understanding that the aid had been uh, has been frozen. We honestly said, okay, that's bad. Uh, What's going on here? We were told they were going to figure it out. And after a certain amount of time, the aid was unfrozen. We did not have the feeling that this aid was connected at all to any one specific uh, uh, issue. I think that's totally reasonable and goes completely with everything except what Sondland said as he changed his testimony it goes completely with everything that we hear from everyone including Sondland until he updated a month later his own testimony to say oh I uh oh yeah I did do that now (laughs) they're saying that it's absolutely reasonable that Sondland I mean that that uh, Yermak would say this 
uh, because of, you know, politics. They need America. But you don't do that unless you think they're not going to impeach this president, remove him from office, and he's not going to lose the next election. So if you take the Democratic point of view on this, it makes no sense unless the president's going to steamroll the Democrats. You just stay quiet. Don't make it any worse for yourself. You know, just play. We didn't say anything. So if President Trump is removed from office or the next president comes in, it's a Democrat. You can say we didn't pick sides on this. We could have, but we didn't. We didn't pick sides. They're picking sides. This is Zelensky. This is his number two guy. So this is the president of Ukraine picking sides. That should tell you something. That should tell you something. Now, you can accept that as, well, Ukrainians, Ukrainians are just doing this for their own personal gain because they have pressure points. Why is it unreasonable to look at Sondland and say, well, he testified the exact opposite way and then he suddenly remembered something what was his pressure point? What, what happened in that month in between? Was there anything, any calculation? Or did he just wake up one morning and go, oh, you know what? I completely forgot. That doesn't sound reasonable to me. Hey, if you're one of the 83% of us that are shopping online for holiday gifts... Keep in mind, the FBI received nearly 300,000 online theft complaints last year alone. The reported losses are $1.4 billion. So before you hit the buy button this holiday season, remember, some websites are created by people who just want your credit card data and other personal inf information. Make sure up in the URL, there's a little padlock in the URL. If it's not there, don't hit buy. Make sure that this is... If you're going to shop at Macy's, that it's Macy's.com. Make sure you look at it because they can get very, very clever. Um, and you think you're at Macy's.com, but you're not. It's important to understand how cybercrime is affecting our lives. Identity theft is a very serious issue. Somebody's identity is stolen every two seconds, and it's not good enough to only monitor your credit because you can miss things. That's why there's LifeLock. They detect a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number, being for sale on the dark web. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. And LifeLock can see the threats that you might miss on your own. So join now and save up to 25% off your first year. Call 800-LIFELOCK or visit LifeLock.com and use the promo code BECK. That's promo code BECK at LifeLock.com. Save up to 25% right now. LifeLock.com promo code back we break for 10 seconds i mean i think this guy is did you read the whole article Stu? yeah i have i do not intend to uh to publicize what i wrote to anyone these are my principles i'm not going to comment on what we wrote to each other, whether it was incomplete or something else. But I remember very clear what I said, what I did, whom I wrote to. And I can tell you 100% and can answer for this, 
that everything I did was right, everything I did was within the law, and I never crossed the line. I never violated legal norms or moral ones. I mean, you can make the case, just to play devil's advocate, you can make the case that the same types of pressures that the Democrats are accusing uh, Trump of to try to get you know, uh, announcements from public officials in Ukraine to say that they're investigating something or saying the right thing that will help Trump is happening here. And I'm sure that's what the Democrats will say, right? They'll say, well, this is probably just another example of him just going and saying, well, you need to announce that that meeting didn't happen. You know, like it, it's not completely implausible, especially if you look at it from the Democratic view. However, uh, you know, for, throw that away for a second, whether it's true or not. How do you file articles of impeachment without knowing, without at least interviewing the guy? Without how, how is Time doing this interview and not you if you're doing an impeachment inquiry? Do you not submit these questions to uh, Ukrainian not, authorities so that, so that they are answered? Because it is not an actual look it's for truth. It's not. That's the problem. And this is where the— And they know it. This is they where the it. Democrats are really, really going to hurt themselves. This is a disaster, Glenn. I mean, they are hiding this around Christmas because it's pathetic. Yeah. They, it is pathetic. I honestly was thinking about this last night because we talked about this for a while. There is absolutely no legal pathway for the second— article of impeachment None. which is which is uh obstruction of congress mm-hmm. basically they're saying like they didn't give us the documents they didn't give us the 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 uh the, the aides to testify and we're pissed off about it that is absolutely the right of the executive branch everybody knows that well established seven or nine different presidents nine different presidents nine including different obama presidents. and bill clinton right they um, have all fought yeah. this and they've all won they've all won this is very well established because they're supposed to be on the same level you can't have one right. branch overwhelming the other so why would they do that my belief here, as I've been thinking about it a little bit, is it gives Democrats in red states an opportunity to vote yes on that article of impeachment and no on the other one. So they can say, look, we didn't think it was going uh, – we didn't think we, they had enough here. We, we're with you. We're looking at this seriously. But the other one, they absolutely did obstruct Congress. That's because it's their right to do it. They're the executive branch, and they're in there on the same level, generally speaking. So they're able to say, yes, they did do that one. Whether it's impeachable or not is already settled. It's an, it's an article of impeachment. They already said it was. So now you're voting essentially on whether you believe they did it or not, and they'll be able to make the case to their people, look, I would have loved to have a full investigation, but they wouldn't go along with it. And now they have this kind of mid-ground where they can say to some people, yes, we voted to impeach. But on the other side, they can say, well, look, we, we were reasonable about this, but they just didn't play ball. And it gives them sort of a background, back, uh, backdoor way to play both sides of their I think constituents. You are, I think you're, you're wishing and hoping like the Democrats are. You might be oh, thinking I'm, exactly the way the Democrats are, but I, I don't think that's going to work even with their own people. No, I'll I'm, tell you why next. It takes one major disaster to remind us how life is so very fragile, how easy the well-oiled machine of society can break down. Life can change in a minute, and when it does, it does without warning. When emergencies strike, are you prepared for days without electricity and stores being damaged or closed? I have to tell you, I just found out uh, that uh, up in the mountains here, it's, it's, uh, it's snowing from every day. Uh, today, at least the forecast, every day up until Christmas. Uh, the last time I was up in the mountains just for Thanksgiving, the power was out because of the snow. I mean, 
this snow all across the country is really changing things. Are you prepared for a very rough winter? Please check out my Patriot Supply. Right now, save 70 bucks off a two-week food kit with guaranteed two-day delivery at preparewithglenn.com. The offer is not going to last, and here's the good news. My Patriot Supply will, and they'll get that food to you. If you don't think you can afford to prepare, think again. Payment plans and options that will fit any budget. Just go to preparewithglenn.com. And go to blazetv.com, use the promo code Glenn, and save 10 bucks off your subscription. The big thing's coming as far as the impeachment goes. We'll talk about it tonight. Right? Right, that's huge, right? We're just, uh, just Patches walked in. He said, I love this Yermak story uh, from Time Magazine. And it's nowhere. It's nowhere. nowhere to be found. Yeah. They released uh, it yesterday afternoon. It takes apart the central part of their case. Sure does. They're st- really, who is the star witness? Who is the only guy who even spoke to Trump? Sondland. Right. And, and this and, disputes what he said. Yeah. And this Sondland, takes apart what he said. Sondland even had to testify that Trump never told him that. Trump, in fact, said the opposite. Trump right. never said right. that it was quid pro quo. But then he said he interpreted that as quid pro quo. And so he told the, Im- the ambassador, uh, I'm sorry, the, uh, the President Zelensky's you know, number two guy that this was quid pro quo. Well, the number two guy just came out and said, he never said that to me. We never had that conversation. We never felt that it was quid pro quo. I think this shows what a sham hearing that was. Wow. What a sham that was. I mean, when you only present one side of the story, what are you going to come up with? That's not due process. You, I mean, even with all of that, I just saw a Quinnipiac poll. Did you see? Did, did you see? Did you read about did that? Did you read that? Yeah. Uh, a Quinnipiac poll just had uh, the numbers of, of whether or not people support impeachment. 51 to 45 against impeachment even that's after that's after only hearing one, one side, side and having the media continually you don't yep. like your uh your it's, ascot it's kind of huh? choking me yeah you know, i'm getting it? a little yeah. claustrophobic yeah. well from my okay ascot. well <laughs> shut up you jerk <laughs> hey i got this for you yeah yeah it's a just oh nice yeah perfect yeah. for christmas just <laughs> shut up that is the perfect hey, christmas gift isn't buy it buy that uh, glenbeck.com and uh, that's beautiful in our blaze that is beautiful i didn't really mean i got no it I, I just realized that and yeah, so no, I, I, I put my hand back yeah down. okay um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you said hey i got this for you you yeah. didn't read me no i didn't really you didn't mean, really mean no. hey i got this for you no of course no. i didn't of course <laughs> i didn't it's you uh, but so. I think this proves why we must have a Senate trial to expose all of okay. this crap. I mean, we're already against the impeachment. Let's just show what a sham they put up and how un-American the Democrats are. I'm telling are. you, this if they do the impeachment trial properly, oh, this is the end them. of the Democratic Party I as we know it. I think I agree with that now. I think I agree, especially after the Yermak thing. I mean, you you will see, you will see mm. that it is nothing but a twisted uh, web of lies and manipulation. Mm-hmm. It will. It is the death knell. It. Everyone said, <clears throat> "I just want Donald Trump just to burn the whole damn thing down." I'm telling you right now that if they do this right in the Senate 
and they really dig in, Mm -hmm. it is going to burn everything down. It will. I believe that. And it will free us of so much. It will free us of so much. And Donald Trump will be the president that will be remembered for all time. Like him, hate him. He will be known for all time for exposing more corruption than ever before. And I think it's worth noting that this is coming from three people who are not, we're just not total Trumpophytes. You know, we're not we're, on the Trump bandwagon. We're not. I mean, we I, we have stepped back and watched what he's done, and much of it has surprised us in a really good way. Right. But we were not all Trump all the time, and we, we were we don't we, we disagree with him on certain things. Trump before he was yes. elected, right. and then we said at that time, we'll watch and judge. He's our president now. We'll watch and judge for mm-hmm. what he does. I hate a lot of the stuff that that President Trump does personally. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't mm-hmm. like it. But what he's doing in office, some of it I don't like with the trade balance, but I will tell you this. I think he's going to win with China, and somebody needed to play a different game with China. Hopefully, hopefully that's true, Uh, but it could turn around and bite us in the ass, and it could be the reason why he loses the next election just as easily as him winning. Mm -hmm. You know, if it torches the economy— He's in trouble. But I will tell you, if he exposes this, I read a story last night, which is exact opposite of what the story was I read yesterday. They're saying now that um, Turtlehead uh, uh, McConnell, McConnell. McConnell. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he he wants to stick his head back in the shell and he just wants to do this I, over you Christmas. You can't do that. Can't. And Trump now is the one who is saying, apparently, according to this article, uh, that Trump is the one saying, we have to go, we have to move forward. I I want all of this opened up. Legitimately, both sides of the story have come out in the last 24 hours. Yesterday, they were saying that Trump wanted to get it through on Christmas and get it over with. And the Senate was like, no, we're doing this in January. We've cleared the entire legislative calendar. That's when we're doing it. Today, the story is out that the, it's the Senate that wants to happen over Christmas and Donald Trump who wants to stretch it out longer because he wants the show of it all. Don't know. Don't I care. Mean, it's just unbelievable. Don't know. Don't care. They you should everybody. stretch it out. Everyone should tweet. If you agree with us, you should tweet. If you if you don't agree with us, may I remind you, you can get this Just Shut Up t-shirt <laughs> now at glenbeck.com, perfect for Christmas. Um, look, this is, this is the ultimate nutcracker. Donald Trump has them exactly where... He's got them over a barrel. He's got them. This is the first time I've ever said uh, that, oh my gosh, you have them exactly where you want them. Mm-hmm. You can crush them right now. And they may be knowing... They may, not, they may understand that now, too. I, I think they're starting to get a little nervous about their case. Rudy thinks so. I'm, I mean, look at what Rudy said. Rudy said he's going to come out with some stuff, and I don't know if he's actually coming out with stuff. And, you know, I don't look to Rudy Giuliani as the, you know, end-all, be-all. But if they have more stuff, if they just have anything like what Yermak was saying, that's huge. Yeah, and that's almost enough. I mean, that might be enough. I, and it just shows uh, that it was an un-American hearing that they held. Uh, oh, it was a Soviet, un-American. It was a Soviet witch. It really witch was a Soviet was style a, yeah. witch hunt. Yeah, it was 
it's bad. To it's not bad. call anybody from the other side of this thing, that should show Americans, okay, they're not after the truth. I think that shows, I mean, look, it was 45%. You know, there, there are more independents mm-hmm. and Democrats than just 45%. That shows some oh, independent yeah. and Democrats saying, a lot. this was bad. Because it was flipped just a couple of weeks ago. So they're doing worse now after the two hearings than they were before. It's amazing. It's just, it's, it's really something. And, and the Senate trial... I, I, it would be the final uh, nail in the coffin, I think. I, 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 I'm telling you, first of all, let me ask you this. They say that that Donald Trump uh, was using the power of his office, his office. This is the first charge. Using the power of his, his office for personal gain. And that personal gain, they claim, was to uh, destroy Joe Biden... Uh, in the next uh, election. First of all, does anyone think that Donald Trump actually believes he needs any help destroying anyone? Uh, I think he's, I think he is, and I say this with, you know, I would say this to his face. He thinks he could beat Jesus. Okay. (laughs) If Jesus was running, he doesn't have a problem Mm. with thinking that he is really good and he has done many miracles. Jesus, the last thing he did was raise himself from the dead. Right. It's been a while. Pretty sure he's These been are... busy since then. I, think I, so? I feel like yeah, yeah there's been well, some. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he thinks highly of himself on the debate stage. So I don't think he For thinks sure. he really needs all that help. Let me ask you this, but let's just say he does. That that was his motivation. He also talked about something else, and he talked about it for uh, probably 15 sentences before that one sentence about Joe Biden. Okay, Mm -hmm. And in that 15 sentences, what he was going for was, hey, we've heard that, you know, they were the DNC was was rigging the last election, blah, blah, blah. He mentions CrowdStrike, which is discredited. That one is discredited, but he talks about a lot of other things in there. Let's just talk about Donald Trump and his personal gain alone. Do you think that him trying to destroy Joe Biden in the next election is more important to him than exposing the collusion of the Democrats to try to hurt him, to then claim that he was an illegitimate president and he colluded with Russia. Knowing what I do know about Donald Trump, there's no way uh, uh, Joe Biden and the next election is a little teeny blip on a radar screen in comparison to that gigantic weather storm that is coming his way where all he wants is... I'm a legitimate president. I didn't collude with Russia. I didn't Mm. fix the election. And in fact, the people who did fix the election did it in such a way where they set me up to look like it. And they've been persecuting me since the day I got into office. Oh, he wants nothing more than to prove that. Nothing more. He would give up the next term, I believe, if he could just prove that. I think so, too. But he knows he doesn't have to because he believes he'll beat whoever it is. Right. That's in the national interests. Yes. Even if it is the thing that drives him 
That is in the national interest. If you had somebody who just hated Nazis and hated, uh, hated Adolf Hitler personally because he personally insulted me and I'm your president and I'm going to get that Adolf Hitler. But we were in World War II. I kind of want that guy as <laughs> as long as he's emotionally stable and not doing crazy things. Mm-hmm. I want that guy because he's personally driven to expose him and knock him off. Donald Trump is personally driven to show I did not have anything to do with Russian collusion. In fact, it was you guys that did it. And I want to expose the facts. I think these things need to be so clear. This isn't the biggest thing you can do, right? And when, impeachment is not a minor thing you throw out there. This is a big no. deal. And so it's removing the president of the United States. Let's look at Nixon, for example. Nixon, okay, we have the whole break in. He's hiding it. This is for his political benefit. There's no argument that this benefits the United States of America. If Donald Trump today, we found out that he was using his presidential power to silence Stormy Daniels, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just say that happened. That would be something much clearer when it comes to personal benefit, right? He's pushing down some citizen who might have something bad to say about him. Mm -hmm. This, while it might also Using presidential power. Presidential power. Well, that might, this might also benefit him in theory, right? Like it maybe, I mean, I don't know. To, to me, I think I'd love to run against Joe Biden, but maybe he didn't yeah, want to. Let's right, just say right, in right. theory, he didn't want to. He thought Joe was so tough as he bumbled his way through every sentence. If, you, if that was real, it also coincides with massive amounts of national interest. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, this has been a problem with, I think, the defense of the White House at times and that they haven't talked about how important it is for us to make sure foreign aid, which is one of the least popular things that our federal government does, one of the things that the president ran against, that that, if we're going to do it at all, it better be done right, and we better not be losing $8 billion when we're doing it. I don't know who's going to be uh, heading this thing up, but I'm telling you, this is the biggest win of any president of any time if they do it right. And this is the and and at the same time... It is the biggest win against a bloated, corrupt government of any time in American history if it's done right. If they blow it, mm-hmm. they have blown a, a, an opportunity bigger than Barack Obama. Barack Obama, I've, I've said, made the biggest, uh, passed on the biggest opportunity any president has ever had, and that is to be a true uniter mm-hmm. and come in and just honestly play to the middle racial right and say look there's not and he could have healed this country for all time mm-hmm. he missed it and went the other way if donald trump misses this it's a bigger lost opportunity than that one thanks pat all right you then yeah. All right. Oh, marbled fatty steak, how do I love thee? Let me count the ways. I love thee at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I love thee wrapped in bacon with potato at thy side. I love thee with sides of buttery warm bread. By the way, bread is just a butter delivery system. I thought I'd let you know. (laughs) Uh, Omaha Steaks. 
the best, the best, especially their uh, fillets. Now, those are not, uh, you know, fatty marbled steaks. This is the most tender part and the least fat of any steak. But I'm telling you, I don't know. I don't know how they get their cows to be this tender with their fillets. You can cut it with a fork. And right now, Omaha Steaks, if you enter the promo code BECK, you'll get the favorite gift package. It has all everything in it a, a meat lover might like for $69.99. Four six-ounce bacon-wrapped fillets. Uh, four premium pork chops, four Omaha steak burgers, four potato au gratin, uh, four made-from-scratched uh, caramel apple tartlets. This is a great package. Plus, you get the seasoning, you get the six-piece cutlery set, and a cutting board, and it's all $69.99. Where? It's at omahasteaks.com. Omahasteaks.com. Make sure you put Glenn Beck or just Beck in the search bar to find this special search bar. Beck, omahasteaks.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. How incredible is this? The Democrats have four different people who are rich businessmen spending their own money on their campaign. White rich businessmen. Well, yeah, three out of four are white, at least. Yeah. Delaney spent almost a million dollars of his own money. Mm-hmm. Um, white old rich. Andrew Yang, uh, who is a, is a millionaire, mm-hmm. but has, uh, you he's, know, he's, he's got a lot of donations, too. Yeah. Then Tom Steyer. White rich to give you a, a, a hint of how this is going, Elizabeth Warren has spent $8.8 million more than any other candidate uh, outside of the top two. Tom Steyer spent $50 million. Okay? Oh, my gosh. This makes million. me happy. Michael Bloomberg, who's been in the race for less than a month, has already mm. spent $95 million of his own money. Oh, my gosh. That makes me even more happy. <laughs> I love that. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Thank you so much. All right. Have you thinking about? Have you thought about consolidating your uh, your debt? You should. You can. You should consider this monthly budget. How much of it is going to credit card bills? They're charging you double uh, double interest rates, double digit interest rates. That's crazy. It's crazy. All kinds of fees in there and everything else. They're getting the money for close to zero, but they're charging you double interest. I mean, th- that is why they are just making money hand over fist. Get out of that. You don't have to be strapped with that. It'll be impossible to pay that off. AmericanFinancing.net can consolidate that debt with the lowest interest rate possible, and you can have that debt gone and not a worry anymore. So please, just a 10-minute phone call can show you how much money you can save each and every month with your refinancing of your uh, mortgage, getting a new mortgage, or consolidating that debt. Go to AmericanFinancing.net or call them at 800-906-2440. It'll take you 10 minutes, and it could change your life.
fusion entertainment and enlightenment. Hello, America. Welcome to the program. It's uh, the Glenn Beck program, and it's Wednesday. And you'll never guess who the Time Magazine Person of the Year is. Oh, this is going to be... This is going to... Is it Adam Schiff? Is it the whistleblower? Is it Donald Trump? Is it you? Hmm. The American people. You. You're the person of the year. No. Mm -mm. They didn't go with any of those. Wait until you hear. In one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. In the business world, it's uh, it's often the people who are trying to get their hands on all of the details that usually die at about 45 because you just can't keep up with everything. High blood pressure, stroke, you just die out because if you're trying to manage your business and as gangly as these businesses are now with with sales and shipping and uh, Internet sales and, and incoming outgoing money, how, how do you do it? If you don't have something that is is can answer all of your questions in one place, if you don't know your money, if you don't know what your business is doing, you don't know your business, if you don't know the numbers. When a business has a dashboard, a central software that acts as a merger point for all of the departments and all of the systems, you know if if you're a small business person or a large business person, you know you should check out NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is a cloud-based business management software that gives you the visibility and the control that you need. You can save time, money, and unnecessary headaches by managing sales, finance, accounting, orders, HR, payables, all of it instantly from your desktop or your phone. Schedule your free demo right now and receive their free gift guide. It's seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash Beck. Sign up for your free demo right now, netsuite.com slash Beck. Hello. Welcome to the program where we're going to have an intellectual discussion about who the person of the year uh, is and all of the glory uh, that uh, this individual brings now, person of the year. Uh, Time magazine looked at everyone. Uh, They, uh, according to the BBC, uh, 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 looked at uh, people who made a a real impact in people's lives. And, And when I ask you that, think of this right now. Who made a real impact in your life? Who was it? Globally, who changed your life this year? Who made the impact that you had? This, if this year had to be summed up, it would be summed up with this name. Who would it be? Who would it be? Now, I can't honestly think of anybody except Jesus and my family that truly impacted my life. They truly impacted my life. Now, you go out of that... And I think about the business people who I work with. Stu, mm. he's made my life a living hell this year. But I've impacted your life. But you impacted mm-hmm. it like a car wreck, like a T-bone car wreck. Right, that would impact your life. It would impact, mm-hmm. right. Uh, so you look at, but you have to go to the global scale or at least to the national scale. Who really impacted your life? Who, who sums up this year? Oh, I think it's clear. I mean, I think it's it's, it's Go ahead. clear. Go ahead. 
Um, we know what a problem climate change is, Glenn. Mm-hmm. It's the massive, Amen. Uh, the biggest moral challenge and, and scientific challenge of our time. And if you don't think so, how dare you? Greta Thunberg is our time person mm-hmm. of and, the year. And uh, as we were all mm-hmm. discussing mm-hmm. Uh, climate change uh, and how we're all going to die miserable, horrible deaths mm-hmm. from either drowning or a fiery death of some sort, starvation or too much food, not enough CO2, too much CO2, all those things are in our future in about nine years now. According to Dame uh, Emma Thompson, uh, she said just last weekend, as we all know, your house pet has a lot of protein in it, and you should remember that because soon, very soon, perhaps, we will all be forced to eat our pets. That's just how bad things are going to get. And this, of course, (laughs) is the BBC. I mean, is this... Think about how ridiculous ridiculous this is and i know every year we have to do the same i feel like we do the same segment right there's always some dumb person they've named time person of the year and i don't know why we give any attention to it all that being said greta thunberg okay what has she done she came out and she complained about the climate okay has she solved the climate no what has she done? She's alerted people that there's a problem with the climate, and she's 16 years old. She screamed at all of us and said how bad we are because we've taken this world, which, by the way, I don't know if she noticed this, if she grew up in previous generations, her life's a hell of a lot better at 16 years old than it was for every previous generation before her. She could have, she could have grown up in, in, in just beautiful, beautiful peace and comfort in the World War II generation. Oh, that was a glory right where time. She, right Wonderful. where she was there, maybe she could have... Maybe she could have been rounded up, you know, by a government official because she was saying controversial things against the government. Here she is, a 16-year-old who reads the world the riot act, Mm -hmm. blames us for stealing her future. This is a person who we have, uh, whose parents and who the media has made her into. Monster. A a person who, I I mean, listen to this statement. You have stolen my dreams and my childhood. Say it like her, though. <laughs> Say it like her. No, no. You're the only one. Uh, you're the only one that can even get close to her. Yeah, I know. I hear Do we have "How dare you"? How dare you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we uh, we see if we can find it. Stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. Think about that, though. Like this person believes that a 0.9 degree temperature rise over 100 years destroyed her childhood we've ripped away any positivity she can think of in her entire life you know who stole because her? of less than one degree celsius do you know who stole her future her parents her parents sold her not her future her childhood stole her childhood that's when you look at your child when they're 10 years old and they're like oh, mom and dad i cannot sleep yeah and you're like guys we're gonna make it it's all right. It's good. We're going to make it. I know because my kids at one point watched a few of my shows and went, oh, <laughs> I got to not make it. And I said to them, we're going to make it. It's fine. We're going to make it. It's going to be tough. Come on. Let's go to Auschwitz. I'll show you how tough it's going to get. But we're going to make it. My kids are my kids are adjusted. My kids are fine. My kids don't think that I stole their childhood or that anybody stole their childhood. You could say, well, you've really impacted my future. 
because we're not going to have anything. Think of what she's saying. You stole my childhood. I mean, that's just sad. Legitimately sad. I mean, she's 16 years old, you know, and she's been so indoctrinated that she believes this craziness to the point of like she's she won't take a flight across the ocean to talk about it. She takes a boat in which they have to fly the captain of the boat across the ocean to take her back on the boat. Which doesn't make any it sense doesn't at make all. any sense. She's not making any difference. She, I, let me say this clearly, has made no difference. There is not one thing that is different today that was different that, that was happening yesterday. She has not saved uh, any emissions. She has not done anything to do this uh, to affect this problem in any measurable way, and. We give her person of the year because what she's yelling at adults about the thing that she's complaining about. And I would like just from the perspective of of being a parent, like this is the behavior you want to encourage in children. Just like I just just the media. You want to encourage you want to encourage kids to be so self-absorbed and so Mm self-important that they are they are looking at all adults at 16 years old and saying, get out of my way. Yeah. And I got news for you, everybody on the left who's saying, no, she wants something important for the climate. She's doing a great thing. This is a wonderful thing. First of all, encouraging activism as an end is not a positive. This is something that's happened over the past, I would say, 20 to 30 years where we started rocking the vote. And, and oh, look, look at what kids are doing. They're volunteering for X cause or Y cause. That's not an end. If they're, if they're volunteering for something beneficial and great, well, that, that might be an end. But we've come to this point where we're just praising activism as a thing and the thing she's suggesting in the speech where everyone remembers how how dare you uh everyone remembers that where she's well, just yelling at the adults that was that's all there was no. that everything else was common sense what she's suggesting are things that are far more extreme than bernie sanders or elizabeth warren she when you know everyone claps for her in the speech they're yelling at them she is yelling at the people in the room the leaders who haven't been able to get these things done she's talking about now, think of how dramatic this is, Glenn. This is not a normal proposal that, like, a left-leaning candidate would bring up. She's talking about, in 10 years, a 50%, a 50% reduction in emissions. 50% in 10 years. That's like AOC's fever dream. And you know what she says about the 50% reduction in 10 years? How dare you? She says, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? She says, uh, she says, uh, like her. listen like to her. The popular idea of cutting our emissions in half in 10 years only gives us a 50% chance of staying below 1.5 degrees Celsius and the risk of getting, setting off irreversible chain reactions beyond human control. 50% may be acceptable to you, but those numbers do not include tipping points, most feedback loops, additional warming hidden by toxic air pollution, or the aspects of equity and climate justice. They also rely on my generation sucking hundreds of billions of dollars and tons of your CO2 out of the air with technologies that barely exist. How dare you? How dare you? Thank you. <laughs> she, so, but she's saying that thing that I just was talking about as AOC's fever dream is so unacceptable. That's what motivated her to say, how dare you? She's not talking about this is a person who has lost all ability to keep things in perspective very common among 16 year olds and she's being rewarded for it in dramatic fashion is becoming one of the most unpopular uh, popular people and you know again i think these awards should go to people who have accomplished things she has talked about 
the climate. Talking about the climate does nothing for the climate. How dare you? This is this is one of those things where you're getting uh, it, it is today. You if you've just made a video that went viral, you haven't created anything. Right. You know, you haven't really yeah. created anything. No. And you're just becoming famous because you're the person that was seen on this saying that. Fame is not a goal. Getting the word out is not a goal. If it was a goal of getting the word out, I'd be one happy man mm-hmm. all the time. Because mm-hmm. I've gotten the word out. On a lot of things. On a lot of things. <laughs> that's, not, that doesn't, that's not the goal. The goal is to make a case to where it changes people's vision and hearts. And quite honestly, I think she's done the opposite. Anybody who thought, well, you know, I want to be reason, you listen to her. And you realize. And you let, you're like, I don't want my child to be like that. I've got to be a better parent and make sure that I keep my kids from, from seeing that anger. This is everything that they said the Tea Party was doing to their kids. Scaring them to death. They're losing their childhood and they're indoctrinating them. That's what Greta is a result of. How dare you? I have to thank you very much. More in just a second. How'd you like to end up with an extra $1,000 this holiday season? By the way, I think you're going to know who the man of the year is for 2020, and I think it will be Donald Trump. And I'll, I'll tell you why here coming up in just a second. Uh, luckily, the USCCA wants to make the, the dream of having some extra cash a reality. Huh. Next, uh, uh, next thing you have to do is just text the word BECK to 87222 and claim one of the 19 free chances to win a thousand bucks. They're giving away a thousand bucks 19 different times uh, and you could win. You're registered 19 different times. Just just contact the USCCA. Uh, that's the United States Concealed Carry Association. They give away prizes like this every month because they believe in preparing and protecting defenders like you. So don't wait. Seize the day. Do it now. Just text the word Beck to the number 87222 and find out more and claim your free entries. It's quick. It's easy. Absolutely free. Your information is always kept private. Confirmation text is going to be sent. Text the word Beck to the number 87222 right now and claim your free entries to win $1,000. Uh, but don't wait. You'll want to hurry right now because this giveaway ends December 31st. Text the word Beck to the number 87222. Standard message and data rates do apply. We break for 10 seconds, station ID. Can somebody turn the TV over here in the control room to uh, CNN? Take the top television, turn it to CNN. I just want to see if CNN is covering the uh, the IG report hearing uh, or not, or if they'd be like, well, you know, we've had enough hearings. Darn it, we don't need any more of those crazy hearings. Mm. Yeah, now they want, that's a little bit old news. We don't need to hear about yeah, that. Uh, that didn't that. come out the way. And by the way, they don't. The the right uh, certainly the White House isn't exactly thrilled with the IG report. No. It does help them, I think, and, and really show their oh, case. I think, it, I think it does more than help them. I think what, what the White House is upset about is you, you didn't tell us why they were doing these things. Right. You, you, you told us what they did, and you called these 19 irregularities 
uh, or uh, what do they call them? Uh, inaccuracies. Errors. Errors and mm. inaccuracies. Those weren't errors and inaccuracies. You don't, uh, uh, you don't, as an agent, file a uh, FISA report and, and have an agent change a line in an email to make it the exact opposite mm-hmm. so you can present that to the FISA court and say, look, in his own email, he said this. <laughs> not, a, that's not a mistake. That's it's not a, a mistake. That's that, not you know. That's not an error. That's forgery. That's like the story we did a few years ago, where it was. I think it was like a prince or something in one of these uh, Middle Eastern com- uh, countries who was accused of rape, and he said he tripped and fell it fell into the woman. Remember this <laughs> excuse? Yeah. Like that. Let's be honest about it. That's just not an error. You don't by mistake rape someone. Not a thing. Right. Right. This is one of those uh, a similar situation. You're deleting something and adding in uh, something to make it the meaning of the email, the exact opposite of the actual meaning of the email. That's not a mistake. It's not an error. That's an intentional deception. And that is what we saw through, uh, through a lot of this. And I think that's the most important takeaway from what the media is saying as opposed to what is actually in that report. This is, you know, when you're tasked with something, very um, specific, uh, and you're writing a report as an inspector general, you're, you're, you're going to think about this differently than the average person. When, uh, the only way you say that there's political bias in the report is if you have a text or an interview or evidence or testimony of people saying, yes, this was done. Hey, let's go get Donald Trump. He can't win. We've got to, we've got, I don't care what it takes. We've got to overturn this election. You need something like that as an inspector general, to be able to claim that there was political bias because you're reading into the minds of the people who made these errors. There's no actual explanation for the reason why they made so many errors all in the same direction to this one person who they didn't seem to like all that much. Now, you can pretty easily, as a human being, put the pieces together here and say there probably was some political bias, okay? But that's not what the inspector general is going to say because he's looking at it in a legalistic sense, not in a normal human, this is, okay, I understand what happened here. That's not the way they're looking at it. So there probably was political bias. It's just not proven political bias. I mean, Well, you sure don't get that from, um, from anybody's report on Donald Trump. But, yeah. but that's, a, that's a different story, neither here nor there. Listen, here's what apparently McConnell said yesterday to Donald Trump. That we can't take the Senate hearing and make it into a circus. Don't make the Senate into a circus. Mr. Trump, do not listen to that. I don't care if you promise people sword swallowers during it. (laughs) Make it into a circus. Make sure the proceeding is buttoned up and make sure that it is absolutely rock solid and constitutional, fair, all of it. But make sure that you are doing what you do best, and that is getting eyeballs on it. Just go sit in the Senate for the hearings every day. Just sit there every day. They will cover it every day, and everyone in America will watch it to see if you're going to go, This is crazy, and here's a man who swallows fire. Okay? Do it. Do it. They have destroyed (laughs) you and, and... and everyone says that no one will watch it. Really, President Trump? Because it seems to me that you're the only guy I've seen in history that can draw the crowds that you draw 
And still after you're president, you're still drawing those crowds four years later. You know how to draw a crowd. Let them open this up. Do exactly what I read a story where where you were saying, you know, that uh, McConnell wants to shut this thing down. Open it all up. You will go down as one of the greatest presidents in history. If you expose this, you will destroy the Democratic Party. And if it means that you have to text things from your seat and everybody is watching just to see what you're going to do, is he going to throw a peanut? Is he going to throw a bag of peanuts at somebody down below in the Senate? Bring all the peanuts you can find. Let them do an honest and just trial, but open up and turn over every nasty rock and people will watch it because you, sir, know exactly how to draw a crowd. This was meant for you. This is you are in this position for a reason. You can change and drain the swamp in January. That's my Christmas miracle that I'm praying for. Beg Donald Trump to go down that road. We'll send this clip out. Please retweet it and send it to him and everybody else. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, in January, there's so few houses on the market. January is the perfect time to buy a house because you can you can really get a good deal on a house. Uh, it's a good time to sell your house in January. If you are looking for um, a new home and you want a good mortgage, Please call the people at American Financing. I, I will tell you that, you know what impresses me is they not only they not only bend over backwards to get a good deal. I have several friends who have said that they have been told by them, you know what? I think if you ask this other bank for this, this, and this, they'll give it to you. If they don't, come back to us because we'll give you that deal. I mean, they're not in it. It's really, honestly, the Macy's versus Gimbel's Miracle on 34th Street kind of attitude uh, because they work for you and they're a family-owned business and they got you covered with any kind of mortgage finance that you might need. It's so worth a 10-minute call, AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. Go to BlazeTV.com. The promo code is Glenn. You get 10 bucks off with your subscription coming up tonight. More on the impeachment and the latest. The ultimate disruptor uh, will be the is possible uh, to be the person of the year next year. 2020 and that will be uh donald trump if if he does the impeachment trial in the senate right and if he does what he does best and gets people to watch uh he will disrupt the justice department the doj uh intelligence community he will destroy the credibility of the dnc it's it is all happening in January if they do it right. And he will be the ultimate disruptor of the year. 
possibly the disruptor of the last 100 years. And there's been a lot of disruption. But this one could give your country back to you. Uh, Greta is on the phone. Hello, Greta. Hi. Hi. How dare you? I, I didn't mean to make you hold. How I, dare you make me wait? I didn't. I'm sorry. I... I've been watching you, Mr. Beck. Mm. This is all wrong. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be on this phone. I should be back at school on the other side of the ocean. Yeah, you really should, but you're Time Magazine Person of the Year. All of you have come for me and my generation. How dare you? What, what, what was that? How dare you? I woke up this morning, mm-hmm. and I specifically requested birthday cake, mini muffins, and I was, I was supplied with banana nut. Banana nut. <laughs> right. How dare you? Yeah, you. Right. Okay, well, I... When I woke up this morning, mm-hmm. my mom, she had put out my clothes and laid them out for me today. <laughs> and she laid out my plain gray sweater. Mm-hmm. When I specifically requested my other plain gray sweater. <laughs> See, How dare you? Yeah, well, has it wrecked your childhood? How I mean, let's dare? have some perspective here. It has wrecked my childhood. It has ruined my life. Uh-huh. It has destroyed all all human existence. Right. I don't think it. I don't think it. My, I had chores. Yeah, what? Chores to do today. Chores. 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 Chores to do. Chores. Okay. And I was required to do them, but I did not want to do them. All right. I wanted to yell at parents about the climate. Right. And I was supposed to make my bed. Mm. And I was supposed to clean my room. How dare you! (laughs) I asked for help, and Mom said no. Right. And I said, I want an Oompa Loompa now. <laughs> the Oompa Loompa will help me. How dare you right. give me the Oompa Loompa. All right. Loompa. We've got to run. Thank you so much, Greta. I appreciate it. Uh, Greta Thurnberg, who is, uh, of course, the person of the year here on the Glenbeck Glen program. <sighs> so the most Googled things in America. Number one, what do you think we Googled the most? Most Googled in the entire country. In the entire um, country for the year. Well, it's obviously a Kardashian. Which one? Uh, nope. Probably. Nope. Nope. I was going to break it down in that way. No. Uh, I don't know. What is it? I... Disney Plus. Okay. Yeah. A lot of hype. Uh, amazing, though. Disney is going through. I mean, they are the first company to ever have a $10 billion year, year. on just 10 movies. Each. Right? No. It's, so six movies six have movies. already gone to a billion dollars right does not include frozen 2 which is That's if right. it hasn't already uh, hit a billion dollars and it does not include star wars which obviously is going to hit a billion so they're going to be over 10 billion for the year and um, that's just in their movies and and we should point out the only movie i think in the top nine movies of the year that isn't theirs is spider-man and that one is kind of theirs it's partially theirs uh, they own there's like a you know a, an agreement with sony who actually distributed it but it's like they actually have Part of that piece, too. I mean, they are completely dominating the media landscape. You know they're completely remaking Epcot? Completely remaking it. Really? Yeah, completely remaking it. It's going to be a a theme park with rides and everything else, and they're they're just blowing it up. As a Disney nerd, how do you feel about that? Oh, I'm thrilled with it. It's been Yesterdayville for a long time. Because Tomorrowland was like 1985. Yeah, yeah. And Epcot, I mean, Walt Disney said, you know, it should always be in in an ever state of change. And always ahead of And always ahead. Mm -hmm. And they have missed that mark, you know, back when they opened the doors in 1980. 
maybe they'll get it uh, maybe they'll get it now but anyway so disney plus was the number 1 number 10 on what is what is number 10 is what is a mandalorian wow number and that just and happened the, the star wars uh, right. disney plus theory, right so uh, think series. about all the things we asked what is over the year, in the last month, there's been enough people saying, what is a Mandalorian, that it has put it on its top ten. Mm. And the number one baby search is Baby Yoda. Number one. Holy crap. Yeah. I mean, they are just they dominating. They are dominating everything. I mean, there was a time, not not all that long ago, that Disney really kind of seemed like they were on the downswing, and it, you know, it didn't seem like... I remember when I was 19 years old, and I couldn't afford it, but I remember reading about uh, Disney being on the outs, and Michael Eisner was rumored to be coming in, and their stock was just tanking, and uh, I wanted to buy one share of stock, and it was like $10 or something like that. I just wanted to buy one share because that's all I could afford. You were a cool I, kid, huh? Oh, I was so popular. Yeah, I thought so. I was so popular. I'm 19, and I'm, I'm dreaming about buying one share of Disney stock. Could yeah. there be a bigger loser <laughs> sentence than that? <laughs> Especially in the days when it was a loser. Although, it wasn't like it was like Apple. You know, it's going, no, I'm telling you, right. it's going to take off. This was, everyone was saying it's over. And I'm like, no way. What would it be worth though? Have you done the calculations? No, on I oh, haven't. Let me do it. No, <laughs> no, I don't no, no, want to. It'll be good. I think it'll be good for the show. No, it will be very, yes, it'll no, be very bad. It'll just be, be another long Everything list. Everything is going to of... be fine. <sighs> All right. Number two on the list of what we Googled. Cameron Boyce, that's the 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 um, the guy who died. What July sixth? Uh, then Nipsey Hussle, that was another one that was was shot and killed. Then Hurricane Dorian. Then Antonio Brown, the NFL player with the rape accu- accusation. Then Luke Perry, who died. I mean, we are just we're morbid. When we're looking <laughs> for news, we're looking for who died today, who died, and why should I care. <laughs> Uh, then it was Avengers Endgame, Game of Thrones, the new iPhone 11, and then Jussie Smollett was number 10 of the big things that we Googled. Uh, I think it's interesting also, uh, they looked at different things uh, like uh, trips. The number one thing that people were looking into uh, on on going places is uh shoot what did i just say i can't find this this uh, particular page yeah the maldives which no need to google no need to google the maldives my wife has wanted to go to the maldives forever and uh she just likes the sun and everything else i don't even know where the maldives are and so i googled them where are the maldives what are the maldives and it's beautiful and then i googled how much is a ticket to go there for airlines. It takes you 36 from Dallas. It takes you 36 hours <laughs> to fly there. No place. The moon is not worth 36 hours in a plane. 36 hours. And then you got to come back. I mean, if you're moving there, you're like, oh, well, I'm moving to the Maldives. And so, okay, maybe you spend 36 hours. But to visit for a week, 36 hours? And because I was looking around Christmas time, you know, this is a few months ago, the the coach ticket was, I think, $24,000, and first class was like $56,000. And I'm like, who's going there? 
Who's taking 36 hours and 24 grand to sit next to the toilet and go into the Maldives? I'm so relaxed. I'd be freaked out the whole time. I've got to spend 36 hours next to the toilet and coach in just a few days. I'd be too stressed out. So don't Google it. You don't want to go. That seems like a really long time. Unless you're going for like, what, a month? I mean, what what's the appropriate... What Seriously, though, but what would it feel like? You're going coach, no leg room, mm-hmm. 36 hours oh between two big fat people. Mm-hmm. I'm one of them. <laughs> and you're sitting there and you're like, uh, for the last few days of the vacation, I'd be like, I don't want to go back. Not because it's so beautiful here. I don't want to get on that plane again. Yeah. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. That's where drugs come in. You drug yourself heavily for the flight. And you maybe you you take enough that... The, it's questionable whether you wake up or not on the other side. That's about how much you should take. Yeah, if you could put me down, yeah. you could, you know, freeze me or do whatever you have to do to get me to Mars. Right. You know, okay, I'm okay with that. I don't think they're freezing people to get to Mars, by the way. By the way, we never talked about the Mars thing that came out earlier this week where you can't have, if, you're, if you decide, you know, hey, Elon, I'm going to go. I know you've been begging, but I'm going to go. And I'm going to live on Mars. Uh, if you live on Mars... And we don't know how much time this will take, but at least uh, the next generation. So if you have children on Mars, those kids will be Martians and they will not be humanoids. They will not be, I should say it this way, they will not be earthlings. And so you will be having relations with a another species an, an, uh, something an, uh, an alien <laughs> an alien and they say now that the people that will be coming back and forth from mars if you find a hot martian mm-hmm. and you're like yeah hey, i mean it's hey what happens on mars stays on mars uh they say you can't do it because it might kill you i don't know a i mean there's so many questions i have <laughs> A, how do they know that? B, why would they want to know that? Uh, C, what is the That's reason? That's one of the any questions bu- you would have to ask. You're sending humans into mm-hmm. space for the rest of their life. Uh, can I? Ju- I got a question. How sex work up there? I mean, that's one of the obvious <laughs> how questions. How do they know that you're going to die because did you see sex the movie the- for the for what was it for your stars or I'm your star or whatever that one it sounds where great the way where you that describe kid, it where that kid was born on Mars and then he had to come back for some surgery or mm. something remember and he could only stay on that's how they know they saw it in a movie I'm telling you I mean it sounds riveting <laughs> no it's because you, you because of of uh, mutations basically yeah uh, D- uh, mm-hmm. there'll be mutations in your dna just so you will be more you're you will adapt and so you'll adapt to the gravity you'll adapt to to everything so your your body will work differently and so you won't have the strength to be able to live on earth because your your whole system will be made for a different atmosphere and a different uh, gravi- uh, gravity. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess, uh, I guess it's something to be concerned about because we're, you know, right, right around the corner. I mean, we'll be there any day, so we better. You figure don't think it out. we'll be there, but by the time twenty thirty, twenty thirty, ten years. How long does it take to go to Mars? Oh, it's uh, not uh, a should, short should, journey. Should we, should we say we'll we'll launch by twenty thirty? People towards Mars. Yeah. 
I don't know. Elon don't Musk know. says 2024. Yeah. And he says it might even be earlier than that. Think he, of that. He could probably That'll do be, it. think of that. That would happen then in the the next Trump presidency. She, if he had another term. If he has another term. term, going, sending a group of people to Mars will happen in that term. I mean, Elon Musk has also t- told us Tesla was going to be profitable. So, I mean, not, not always reliable. <laughs> did uh, you see his court case? How did he get out of that one? Well, it was an offhanded comment on Twitter. You, 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 you call the guy a pedo guy. Who knows? You know, I mean, wow. it seems like a... I, I don't... I th- you can't sue everybody for every insult you get on Twitter. Let's, let's not be ridiculous here. By the way, six to eight months to Mars, and uh, you would have made 280 times your money, which is nice, but also is not going to change your life. 280 with a, times? With a $10 investment. Is that with the split? That's with all the Splits dividends and, and everything, yeah. Oh, well, that's no big deal. Well, I mean, it's a nice it's a nice amount. If you put $1,000 in, it would have been really nice. I probably would have put maybe $200 into it. Okay, well, that would have been pretty nice. <laughs> would have been pretty nice. Because uh, $100 would be, what, 28000 uh, 28, Shut yeah, up. $28,000? Shut up. So you're talking about Shut up. 50000 bucks. Shut up. I don't know why you're yelling at me. How because, dare you? Because, shut. Just, here, there's a new t-shirt available at glenbeck.com mm-hmm. or in the Blaze shop, and it's right here. Just shut up. How dare you? Thank you. <laughs> it's a nice uh, holiday message, by the way. I want to talk to you about uh, Rectech Grills. Rectech Grills, if you like cooking and smoking with a grill, it uses 100% real wood, the kind of food that gives you real flavor. Propane doesn't do that. With far less mess than charcoal, this is a great, great guilt, uh, grill. Check out their website and look at this thing. It is built like a tank. I have one, and it is 80 pounds heavier than its nearest competitor. Why? Because this one's built with real steel. This is not, there's, no, there's nothing cheesy or cheap about this grill. This is amazing. Built like a tank, uh, and this holiday season, give the gift that is sure to bring you, your family, your friends closer together. It's the gift of a Rectech grill. Check them out right now. Ultimate, ultimate grill. It's R-E-C-T-E-C grill. Do the research. People in the know, choose the Rectech. Rectech, far and away, the best bang for your buck. Rectech, built by grillers for grillers. So go to RectechGrills.com. That's R-E-C-T-E-C, grills with an S, dot com. RectechGrills.com. You know, surprising. Uh, they're um, they're uh, they're they're holding um, uh, hearings today on what the inspector general found about the Mueller report and uh, and how all that was put together. And uh, what's weird is uh, CNN not really not really covering it. I mean, they're they're covering it, but they haven't taken any commercials during the impeachment hearings. They just wall to wall coverage. They're taking commercials today. Um, they also didn't cover Lindsey Graham, but when Diane Feinstein uh, stepped to the microphone, all of a sudden they were there. They were there. They wanted to make sure it was covered. Yeah, I think that was MSNBC that did was that. Was that MSNBC? Yeah. CNN is not even airing it at all. But they're not even airing it. They're currently airing a story about 
murder victims' relatives want to spare killer's life, which I'm sure is an interesting story. I'm, I'm, it sounds sounds intriguing. However, it just seems they do have in a little tiny box with no sound. They have uh, <laughs> uh, the Justice Department hearings. Well, that would be yeah. Hmm. That would be that. Well, at least they're covering it. They know we it's on. That. They know well, it was on the whole time. Well, right. not in the commercials, but it was on the whole time. We had it in that little box. You can almost see it. If you have a magnifying glass near your television and you your can lip see reader it. and your lip reader, right? Um, you could see it. Maybe they put it on secondary audio. You know where they mm. air the Spanish translation mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. If you listen over there, maybe they're playing. It so there. maybe you have it, but it's in Spanish, right? Right. <laughs> You're listening to Glenn Beck. We have, you know, it's it's my goal to uh, talk to people that have done remarkable things before they die, um, because we have that opportunity, and we have a guy um, who you should know. Um, he was a uh, Air Force pilot, uh, Smitty Harris. He was shot down in Vietnam in 1965, and he was he. From 65 until, I think, 73, he was in the Hanoi Hilton. And the things that he did and saw to keep going, here's a guy. You think you're having a bad day? You think your life sucks? You think, how dare you? My life has been stolen from me. Try being this guy. And uh, we're going to talk to him. He he did something important. He In fact, he's written a book called Tap Code, the epic survival tale of a Vietnam POW and the secret code that changed everything. Uh, it's um, it's an amazing story. We're in for a wild ride here. Coming up next. In case you haven't heard, Greta Thunberg, uh, the little 16-year-old girl, how dare you? You've stolen my childhood. How dare you? She's person of the year. How dare you? Yeah, well, how dare you? I'm going to show you a real hero, uh, somebody who had multiple years of his life stolen from him, and yet he not only survived, he thrived. An amazing story of heroism in one minute. This is the Glenbeck program. You know, the people who get furthest ahead in life are always the people who are capable of uh, feeling the most gratitude and, and feeling uh, grateful for the things that come their way, even the bad things that come their way. Mike Lindell, I think, is a guy who lives this story. He was a guy who's had a really, really tough life, screwed his life up every way you possibly could. And then he gets his life straight and he invents my pillow and then he builds this company and he builds it on he builds it on great products and and appealing to great people now he could take all the credit but he has decided that uh he wanted to say thank you for everything that you've done uh and he is grateful for the world that you have provided if you're a my pillow uh buyer 
or if you've ever even considered it and gone to the website, he is grateful for that. So what he wants to do now is just offer these unbelievable deals for the holidays to say thank you. My pillow uh, has Gaza uh, or sorry, uh, Gaza. <laughs> Those would not be good. Uh, Giza Dream Sheets. Giza Dream seat, uh, Sheets are really super, super soft. They're the world's best cotton. Ultra soft, breathable, durable. They're just great. You buy one set and get another one free, plus free shipping. But you have to use the promo code BECK. Remember, all my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Take my word for it. You're not going to want to send these back. Look at, for all of the specials under new radio listener specials. To buy one pair of Giza Dream Sheets and get the other one free plus shipping, it'll be under new radio listener specials. There's also deep discounts on all other MyPillow products. Make great Christmas gifts. Enter the promo code BECK at 800-966-3117 for these specials and more. And thank you from somebody who's truly grateful, Mike Lindell, MyPillow.com. It was April 4th, 1965, when Colonel Carlisle Smitty Harris's plane was shot down over Vietnam. He was captured and sent to a POW camp for eight years, 2,871 days. He was held in one of the most notorious uh, uh, prisoner camps of any war, the Hanoi Hilton. He endured torture and abuse. He was confined in horrible conditions, and yet, somehow or another, he managed to find a way to survive and give others hope. Smitty is on the phone with us uh, now. Hi, Smitty. How are you? I'm just fine. How are you? I, I am great, sir. Uh, I am, uh, I'm interested for you to lay out the story that is in your new book called Tap Code, um, before we get to what the tap code is, tell us the conditions. I mean, what were you, how old were you when you first went down in 1965? I was 36. You were 36 years old and you go down your yes. life. You were, you were married to your, uh, wife, Louise. You have children. Yes. You had children. We had two daughters and she was to deliver our third child in about a month. After I was shot down. Oh, my gosh. So you crash. How long before you were captured? It was almost immediately. Uh, unfortunately, when my chute opened at fairly low altitude, I was right over a Vietnam village and was only able to uh, slip the chute slightly to land just outside the village and there were people looking up at the sky and saw me. Jeez. I was uh, overcome by people there, some with guns, most with hoes and sticks, but I was captured immediately. And did you have any idea what was in store for you at all? Uh, I knew I was going to be in North Vietnam for quite a long time. I would not have thought eight years, but uh, at any rate, I knew I was going to be confined, and uh, I knew little beyond that. So when you get there, it's now called the Hanoi uh, Hilton, uh, and it was, tell us tell us about what life was like for everybody at the Hanoi Hilton. Well, we lived, there were several parts of the Hanoi Hilton, and uh, 
we were they were separated enough that we did not have good communication between groups. And the North Vietnamese did not let us communicate even with people in the next cell. And they tried to uh, use everything, including torture, to keep us from communicating. Uh, we were mostly held at first in solitary confinement. And then as the uh, more shootdowns were brought in, I think due to pressure of numbers, we had a cellmate sometimes. And uh, the food was awful. Uh, well, it was meager. We lost about uh, 20% of our normal weight in the first three or four months that we were there. Uh, fed twice a day, a watery soup and some rice or sometimes bread. And uh, what was your cell? How big was the cell? The cell was uh, about seven feet by seven feet, and there were concrete bunks on either side with a narrow aisle in between, uh, sometimes heavy wooden planks uh, were used as the beds. And the only thing in the cell besides uh, us were some heavy stocks at the end of the uh, beds uh, to hold our ankles and also uh, a bucket, and that was it. And, Smitty, we know what they did to John McCain. I mean, they pulled his arms out of his sockets, and, uh, I mean, the the torture that you guys went through is uh, horrendous. What did you, what were they trying to get out of you? Well, initially, they were trying to get military information, like the capabilities of our aircraft, targets, organization, uh, anything that would help them from a military viewpoint. But after, you know, a few months, they found that uh, they had exhausted their efforts to get that kind of information because we would not cooperate with them at all. We'd give them name, rank, uh, service number, and date of birth, and uh, were punished <laughs> accordingly. But they didn't get any good military information so then they tried to indoctrinate us by telling us the history of Vietnam and everything that was wrong with the United States and uh, then get us to write some statement that was favorable to the uh, North Vietnamese. And if, if you were, were unsuccessful, in if that. you were alone and you didn't have anybody to talk to, how how is it that that didn't work to some degree on somebody? Well, it did. Uh, at first, we had no communication between different parts of the Hanoi Hilton, and some of the guys were told that uh, everyone else was cooperating. Why didn't they? And uh, that, you know, using one POW yeah. against the other. But as soon as we got communication, we cleared that all up and uh, started working as a military unit. And so you it, as individuals and that communication was tap code and you created this and 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 what was it? How did it work? Well, really, I did not create it. I had learned it uh, before I went over to Okinawa to my 
duty station there. And uh, when I was shot down, it was not any of the uh, services. So I ha- guess I was the only POW that knew the tap code. And is it like uh, S- is it like a Morris code? Well, no. It was a five by five matrix of the alphabet. We left out the letter K, and the first line was A B C D E. The second, F G H I J, and the third, L M N O P, and so on. So you tap the first column was A F L Q V, and you would tap one of those letters uh, just by tapping identified and then pause and then over to the letter that you wanted to send. For instance, uh, an L would be a uh, tap, 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 tap. Uh, I'm, I'm Yeah, no, that's all right. I, I, I think I get it. I, I think I get it. So, um, yeah. Did you you began to communicate with each other, and how did that change things? Well, it was uh, more for one, uh, misery loves company. But the biggest thing was that we were able to communicate what was going on, uh, what they were trying to do to each of us, and we could find ways to try to counter what they were uh, attempting to learn from us. And we all, being military, with any communication group, no matter how small or or how large that group might be, we would find out who was the senior ranking uh, POW in that group. And uh, he would make decisions for us and we felt comfortable with that because for instance if we would discuss what was the best answer to some of their uh questions and uh, there would be several approaches but he would say we are going to respond this way and everybody's going to be consistent mm-hmm. and uh it really helped us uh Avoid giving the uh, North Vietnamese any advantage whatsoever. Do you, do you know who Hugh Stafford is? Commander of the U.S. Navy, Hugh Stafford. You remember him? Uh, I know the name. Okay. Um, yeah. I was given by his family all of his records uh, from his time uh, there. And it was, um, I've never, I've never read anything. I've never read anything like it. Um, and Part of the things that he said was, I, at, towards the end, I'm afraid of rescue and I'm afraid of going home because I'm afraid of how I'll react because I know people had to move on with their lives. They don't know if I'm alive or dead and I'm still where I was when I was shot down and went through all of this, but everything has changed when I get home, I'm sure. Were you worried about that with with Louise and the children and without any communication? I I was not worried at all. Louise and I had a, I'm going to say, a perfect union, and we trusted each other and knew each other. And I also knew that Louise was a very strong person who could take care of our 
finances, our children, and make decisions for our family. And I knew that when I came home, I would walk through the door, and it would be as if I'd walked around the block. And did she know the whole time? I know she sent 100 packages over. You only got two. But so she knew you were there and alive. Uh, yes, she found out in August, I was shot down in April, hmm. that uh, I actually was alive as a POW there. Yeah. Uh, but she believed from the very beginning. That I, even though my squadron mates had seen my airplane go down and uh, ball yeah. of fire and did not see me eject. Smitty, my best to Louise. Thank you for sharing uh, some of this. This uh, this book is epic. It's the epic survival tale of a Vietnam POW and the secret code that changed everything. And it really goes between his story and Louise. You really have to hear Louise's story as well, because she played a big role for all of those whose, whose husbands were missing. Um, and these two together are amazing. It's called... Tap Code, a true story. Tap Code, it's available everywhere. Would make a great Christmas gift for people. Smitty, thank you so much, and uh, my best to Louise. God bless. Thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. All right. Got a great stocking stuffer for you from Goldline. Told you about Goldline for a long time, how they can help you provide for yourself a solid hedge against inflation, how it's a good idea to have a percentage, maybe, you know, 10%, 5%. I have 10 in mine um, in precious metals. You, it's just a hedge against insanity. Well, this holiday season, Goldline is offering both a silver snowman holiday greetings coin and a Santa silver bar. Each is a full ounce of silver, and they are really, I mean, I just looked them up on uh, Goldline. It is really great. It's Santa next to the Christmas tree. It would make a great stocking stuffer for your grandkids. Um, and I remember that my, I remember my grandfather used to give me coins, uh, and they were silver, and I wish I had them, but that's, it wasn't like they were old or special. It was, that was what was in circulation at the time. And I wish I would have saved them because the memories that they created. You can get these now at Goldline. Go check them out. Shop.goldline.com. Search for Santa or Snowman. I think you're going to love them. And uh, they make a great stocking stuffer. Go there now. Goldline.com. Call 866-GOLDLINE. By the way, they were also offering a five years, uh, five-year-plus IRA fees in bonus silver for the uh, qualifying self-directed IRA purchases. Just ask them for the information. You can call your uh, Goldline account executive right now at 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE. If you just want to get the Santa stuff and the snowman, just check them out at shop.goldline.com and search for Santa or snowman. We break now for 10 seconds station ID. All right, welcome to the program. It's interesting because reading the IG report and they're doing the hearings on it now, you, I get the sense that it worked out really well for the Trump administration. Uh, it showed, oh, I think so too. You know, real problems at the FBI and all various uh, entities looking into the president. And with the exception of the headline of there was no political bias, I mean, I'm not even sure that the political bias means all that much because if they screwed with these people's civil rights. 
Whether it was complete incompetence or political bias, it still happened. Everybody should be fired that was involved in this, that made any of these so-called errors errors or Mm. inaccuracies. Because there's no way, as we talked about this yesterday, there's no way that all of these things fell in one direction. Yeah. You know, if you're going to make a mistake, you're going to make it. Sometimes it benefits one side and sometimes it benefits the other. All of them benefit against Trump. And we should point out that the political bias argument here is actually better than the alternative, which is they just do this to everybody they want to get a FISA warrant on. I almost would rather have it as they didn't like Donald Trump and were going after Donald Trump. If they're doing this against everybody, it's even worse. Yeah, I agree. The whole system has to be dissolved. Yeah. Um, but uh, Barr is uh, Attorney General Barr is not is not happy with the with the report and and he's not done and he's not done. Uh, he was uh, interviewed um, uh, yesterday on NBC and here's what he was talking about when he was talking about the uh, evidence uh, as it, it relates to Russia. Listen. Harshest criticism yet of the FBI's investigation of the Trump campaign, Attorney General Barr said the FBI started with the thinnest of suspicions and kept pushing even after the investigation went nowhere, calling that a threat to democracy. There has to be some basis before we use these very potent powers Mm -hmm. in our core First Amendment activity. And here, uh, I felt this was very flimsy. I think probably from a civil liberty standpoint, The greatest danger to our free system is that the incumbent government use the apparatus of the state, principally the law enforcement agencies and the intelligence agencies, both to spy on political opponents, but also uh, to use them in a way that could affect the outcome of the election. Hmm. I mean... Barr is a real asset to this White House. I mean, he's he's he buttoned up, he buttoned quiet, up, knows what he's talking about, and all the. I mean, he does a great job. Here he is talking about uh, the investigations uh, on the Trump campaign, um, and you know, where was there bias in these investigations? Listen, Barr suggested so, he believes the FBI was biased. The core statement, in my opinion, by uh, the IG is that these irregularities, these misstatements, these omissions were not satisfactorily explained. And I think that leaves open the possibility to infer bad faith. I think a lot of people will hear what you're saying here and think, well, that's just Bill Barr defending Trump. Your concern about the FBI's investigation is what? Civil libertarian? I think our our nation was turned on its head for three years. I think uh, Mm -hmm. based on a completely bogus narrative that was largely fanned and hyped by an irresponsible press. Mm. Uh, and I think that there were gross abuses uh, of uh, FISA uh, and inexplicable behavior that is intolerable in the uh, FBI. This The abuse that has been going on uh, with the press and with uh, the Democrats on this investigation, I think uh, any more of it, and it is... It is uh, what we faced after FDR. FDR had so much power and everyone just kowtowed to him. And uh, right after he died, the the House and the Senate passed, uh, you know, a, a new amendment to the Constitution. Well, you don't get that passed quickly, but it went through quickly as soon as he died. That can never happen again. It was such an abuse of power. Uh, I think we're looking at those kinds of things again. The abuse of power here with the press and the House 
and the parties is just obscene. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Let me give you a personalized gift uh, for Christmas. A DNA kit. Now, this DNA kit is a health and ancestry kit from 23andMe. It's not just an ancestry service. It's ancestry and health. And you'll get more than 150 personalized genetic reports, including insights to your health. That They also have now more than 1,500 geographic regions that they have tagged with DNA. So 23andMe is the most comprehensive ancestry breakdown on the market. And one of the things they have is this really great automatic family tree builder. So it uses your DNA to start building your family tree. Now, nobody can see you. Um, you don't have to contact anybody. They can't contact you. But you can see anybody who has opted in and said, I want to meet my relatives. It's really amazing. Um, get it. You can get it before Christmas uh, and really start to look at your family. It's a great thing as a conversation starter around the tree and around the Christmas dinner table. It's available at 23andMe.com slash Beck. 23andMe.com slash Beck. Join us at BlazeTV.com. Use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks off your subscription. This Horowitz uh, IG report is just absolutely incredible. If you want to know how uh, corrupt our FBI is, um, all you have to do is is listen to these hearings, and there's more of them tomorrow. Uh, And Lindsey Graham is currently trying to get uh, FBI agents to testify. And I think that's important. And here's why. They knew that the Russians were going to try to screw with our elections. We all knew that. We talked to you about that in 2014. Um, Putin was clear on it. Uh, Many of his advisors were clear on it. I mean, they were talking about it on on YouTube, for heaven's sakes. Uh, So we knew that they were going to try to influence the election, and we knew that all they wanted was chaos. They didn't care, really, who got in. They just wanted chaos. So... They briefed Hillary extensively with, you know, FBI higher-ups to make sure that Hillary and all the campaign knew that Russia was going to try to infiltrate and they were also going to try to uh, screw with the elections. They didn't give that briefing to Donald Trump, nor his team. In fact, every time that they had information about somebody possibly working for the Russians or working with the Russians or having contacts or maybe meeting with some unscrupulous people. They didn't warn the Trump administration, hey, I don't know if you know this, but we have intel this guy might be meeting with so-and-so. They didn't do that. In the end, they decided to send in an FBI agent to give him a minimal briefing on what Russia was doing but when they sent that FBI agent in, it wasn't, the, it wasn't the briefing that Hillary got or any of the other candidates might have gotten. It wasn't from the same people even. Instead, the FBI decided to send in an FBI agent that was investigating Donald Trump's campaign. 
And he, they sent them in with minimal information to warn the Trump administration. Their main goal was to get information so he could get in and spy on and see how things were working in the Trump administration. I don't know. That, that doesn't seem like an inaccuracy. That sounds like somebody had an agenda. I'm telling you, when this stuff all comes out in the end, it is bad. It was bad enough what we found uh, in Ukraine. This this IG, this report is devastating, devastating, not to the Democrats, but to the Obama administration and the Obama DOJ. Now, we've known this for a lot. No, we've suspected this for a very long time because of the way the DOJ was handling things. I mean, look at the way the DOJ handled the uh, the IRS. I mean, that, there, was, there was clearly abuse of power. They never did anything about it. Okay. So we've known the DOJ was a mess under Obama. Now you have proof. Now you have proof. Look at how this is coming apart. And, you know, Stu just played a little bit from uh, Bill Barr. He is, his report... And his investigation on this says uh, is going to is going to come out in springtime. This is going to be a bloodbath. It's a bloodbath if Trump does the right thing and doesn't shy away from this and says we're opening it all up. And I'm sure he's hearing both sides of that, right? Like he's he I would would expect wants to get this out in front of the people and, and, and draw attention to it. Where surely there's people in the White House saying, look, get this over with, get your campaign thing going, get out there, do your rallies. Why make this into, I mean, this is an accusation, still an impeachment, even though we think it's BS. Why do we want to be talking about impeachment for the next half of the year? Um, Which I can understand the idea there, but I don't think it's the right thing to do here. If this president can expose the DOJ, the State Department, the intel community, and and show the corruption that came from the Obama administration, came from Hillary Clinton, came from George Soros, uh, plus show how corrupt the Democrats really are and how they've abused this system, knowing these facts and not and, and hiding these facts. Uh, he shows who's involved, how they perjured themselves, how they lied and manipulated how they used the FBI, how they denied, denied, denied. And then when you find out all of the facts, uh, it shows that, oh, no, it looks like that is what happened. And they spent three and a half years and God knows how many millions of dollars of our own money. Mm. And they colluded with the press to do it. That is a job that only Donald Trump can do. That is a job that only he is qualified to do. He's the only guy with the balls to do it. He's the only guy with uh, with the ability to do it. And everybody's going to try to talk to him and say, it doesn't matter. Nobody will watch. He's Donald freaking Trump. They can't help themselves. They, all they, do they is will watch the all guy. watch. Every freaking tweet he puts out there is in a news cycle for three months. He should take, they say, don't make the, don't make the Senate into a circus. He should have them put circus fabric 
on the ceiling and the walls of the <laughs> of the Senate chamber, but make sure that the process is not a circus. But everything around it, Don, make it a circus, man. You're the only one that can bring every eyeball on the planet. It will be as big as the moonshot. And this specifically is more important if Biden is the nominee. Because all of the stuff that goes around, yes, I know it's bigger than just Biden, but the, the fact that this would be investigated in, an, in a venue where it would be very difficult to be completely ignored, where Biden and the people around Biden and the people around Obama, because remember, the Obama White House, you know, Joe Biden was the vice president in that White House. He's not just a candidate or a guy who has a son who is doing these things. Oh, he's, no. he's very closely involved in all, all of this. And while it's not just about him, he's a big part of this. And he leads, you know, he still leads in the polls. He's uh, still the front runner for the Democrats. And if he remains the front runner, having the American people's eyes on this is even more important. And here's the problem. If he doesn't do it, it will split the American people even more because the American people will, they know this isn't right. They know something's wrong. But if it's all swept under the carpet, and it's just moved on, and no answers are really given, it will make the Democrats and anybody who wants to use this system for their own political reasons more emboldened. It will happen again next term, guaranteed. Uh, if it's Donald Trump, guaranteed. If you don't, if you don't uh, go in and turn on all the lights and remove the fridge and, and kill all the cockroaches, they're going to come back even stronger next season. It will happen. But he'll be able to do that. It will clean the DOJ up. It will clean a lot of this stuff up. And if you don't do it, the American people will go into conspiracy theory. Because they won't understand why. Why didn't this happen? Why didn't he just do this? Why didn't he just go for it? He's our guy. And all kinds of conspiracy theories will, will prop up on both sides. You think this is a real risk? I mean, I, I'm not I as concerned about them. Not doing I, it? I'm concerned that they won't do it right. But I don't think they're just going to push this under the carpet. I think there's enough people out there that want this stuff exposed. Plus, there's that secondary uh, institutional concern, I think, for a lot of the Republicans who think, you know, look, we're the Senate. We have to take this seriously. We have to have we have to have a trial. We can't just ignore it. Um, I think both of those things working kind of together will at least get you a trial. Now, whether the trial is good or not is a whole other story. Whether it's yeah, so whether they're going to do they're going to do a trial. Uh, how do you mean you're you're not sure they're going to do it right? Well, I mean, are they going to go into the things that you know we think are important to expose at any level of of competence? Right? Are they, you know are we going to see Chalupa? If- um, testify? Are we going to see Hunter Biden testify? Are we going to see um, you know these because you know again the central point here the thing that, that gets Donald Trump off the hook for all of this is proving that this is in the national interest. The only reason you the only way you can prove this is in the national interest is to expose all is of to it. expose all that you have to go down these roads and say look these this corruption was real it was affecting the United States taxpayers in this way and this is why I was going after it. And if you can prove that case, then people will say, well, I understand why you'd go after mm-hmm. Zelensky and say, I don't. And I, I understand why they would try to impeach him with with nothing to go on because yeah. they needed to shut him up. It destroys the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. It destroys the credibility It and, and restores the credibility 
of the system, because for as much of a sham as it was in the House, you know, you have the Supreme Court justice presiding over this. So you have John Roberts presiding. I think the Senate, there's enough serious people in the Senate. They're not going to screw around with this. Now, they may not want to go into everything, and that's a huge mistake. That's why I, that, that's the thing that President Trump needs to understand. He's the only guy that can do it. He's the only guy that now has all the goods. He's the only guy that has the balls to do it. And he's the only guy that can make America watch that because he knows how to drum up, you know, eyeballs. Mr. President, you have a once in a lifetime chance to become one of the greatest American presidents of all time. You clean this up. Forget about Reagan. You begin to move into the land of the truly iconic great presidents. Uh, and you're the only one that can do it. Let them make a great case and expose all of it. All of it. And become a new great emancipator. Somebody that will free us from all of this corruption. Because it is... The corruption is that. Is it obvious what I'm doing? <laughs> the corruption is that bad. You can do it. Be amazing. Please do it. <laughs> and I like your hair. <laughs> Clock is ticking. Christmas is a couple of weeks away. You still have a little shopping left to do. If there's one person in your life who is really hard to shop for, I uh, I know, I know. I've, I've got something that's impossible to shop for. Um, why not surprise that person with the gift of the X chair? Yesterday I went to Steven Crowder, gave him an X chair. Oh, yeah. How'd it go? All excited. Yeah? Yeah, he was very excited. He sat in and he was like, first he sat in and he was like, I feel like I just opened a present and I have to like it. And, you know, <laughs> uh, and I said, no, if you don't like it, I'll take it back because I, I love it. And uh, he sat in it and he, we, we sat and we talked for, I don't know, about 40 minutes. And every once in a while, he would just stop. This is a great chair. This is really a great chair. I'm like, I know. <laughs> anyway, patented dynamic, dynamic variable lumbar support, 10 settings. The X chair is what you and those around you need for a comfortable workday. The next generation of office chairs, it is X chair. 30-day, no questions asked, guarantee of satisfaction, zero risk. X chair. Go to xchairbeck.com. It's on sale now for $100 off. xchairbeck.com or 1 844 4 dot com. Use the promo code Beck. You're going to receive a, a free set of the new X wheels with your chair. It's xchairbeck.com. Promo code Beck. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Hmm. No. Someone is putting tiny li- Someone is putting tiny little cowboy hats on pigeons in Las Vegas. Animal rescue workers are working now to remove them. Dateline Las Vegas. 
Someone, they don't know who, is putting tiny little cowboy hats on the heads of Las Vegas pigeons. And while you might be asking yourself why, one uh, local onlooker has only one explanation. The rodeo is in town. Hmm. Now, I have to tell you, my first question is not why. Someone is putting little teeny rodeo hats on pigeons. Mm-hmm. And they're flying around in these rodeo hats and landing at people's feet. Let me give you this one. Uh, the first time I saw one, the first time I saw one, <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, that's cute. Then I was like, wait a minute. How did they get those hats on there? How dare you? <laughs> I would. I mean, the first thing I would think of is how before why before why you'd say how how and who and then maybe why i think it's quite damaging uh to you and your character uh to not assume that the pigeons did it themselves well why are I you mean, not even assuming that they made a fashion choice they may identify a little bit differently than you i mean i have another categorize. question i have another question mm-hmm. where 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 is this happening and and where do you get the little teeny cowboy hats because they're appropriately sized for pigeons. So they're not, not full-size uh, cowboy. No, no, they're little. They're mm-hmm. they're pigeon-sized cowboy hats. And uh, I mean, look at the monitor. They're red. They're orange. They're perfect. They're perfect for the heads of pigeons. Do you think they were specifically designed for pigeons, or are they for maybe know. a doll? That's a question. Or, There's mm-hmm. another question over who. Yeah. Now we'll get to who because they're the only ones that can answer these questions. But uh, so, okay, so let me read. Let me read on. Mm-hmm. Hillman, the guy who said, "Oh my gosh, that's cute," and then wait, how did the hats get on there? Mm-hmm. Hillman Hillman runs the animal advocacy organization, whose slogan is a pigeon positive movement. <laughs> wait a minute, what? Their slogan is a pigeon positive movement. Yeah, it's a bad. Sl- it's a bad slogan. It's but, not a good slogan. But it's a pigeon advocacy group, okay, whose head who's, who's head of the organization mm-hmm. saw the cowboy hats on the pigeon, and his first thing was, oh, my gosh, that's, <laughs> that's cute. cute. Okay. Well, he's being positive about pigeons. I mean, there's a lot to be – there's a lot to talk about here. He said, then I had to ask myself, who did that? Who made them? Uh, is it going to impede their flight or attract predators? Did they glue the little hats on or tie them on? What kind of predators? Is there a bird that's attracted to cowboy hats? Is that a? Are there predators that are? Well, they're very. They're red and yellow. They're bright colors. Mm. So anything you know, like a cat, it'll drive a cat crazy. And if the if the camouflage pigeon not wearing a hat <laughs> is in the same area, the cat's going for the red hatted <laughs> pigeon. <laughs> this is the Glenn Beck Program.